You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know. What's it all about? Everything you need. It's all the clip out. Welcome to the clip out, episode thirty-five. This is Crystal O'Keefe, and this is Tom O'Keefe. <laughs> Every week, I know because well, it's like I don't really know where to go. I just that is a burned chocolate chip cookie you're sure eating. Sure is. Holy cow! That's a charcoal chip cookie. We're in the Christmas mood, but that's that's the sacrifice that a mother makes for the family. You're, I eat the burned cookies. You're eating the burned cookies. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know, your ability to put gross things in your mouth typically works to my advantage by consuming the burned cookies. Right. Is what I'm referring to. I know, that's what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> I need a beer. Beer and cookies? They don't taste good together, so I'm going to have to wait till my palate is cleansed and then have a beer. Yeah, because you, know, uh, you know what the uh, the name is for beer and cookies is, right? I'm sure you've got something disgusting. Alcoholism. <laughs> I'm like, you don't have beer and cookies. I'm pretty crabby right now. Well, a cookie should help that. Not yep. as much as a beer will, though. Right. So while uh, she finishes her cookies, I will dive into our shameless plugs. Don't forget that we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, it helps us tremendously. Uh, someone who was kind enough to leave a review for us. We have a new one. Would you like to hear it? Of course you would. I'll answer for you because you're still chewing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is from Boy's Mom. Okay. That's all that's what it says. Oh. And well, it says kind of a short review. Well, that's all it says for the name. Oh, okay. Yeah. She says informative tech, recipes, news, etc. Hilarious, sometimes unintended. Wait. Hey, was that a I'm not sure that was a compliment. I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> and a great way to have someone ride along with you while you get from point a to point B. Well, that was mostly a really nice review. Thank there's, you. There's still more. Oh, there is? Yeah. If you're new to Peloton, 
Definitely listen to episode two for Power Zone information and listen to the others so you can become as annoying as the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, that was a great one. Thank you, boys, mom. Yes, thank you. We hope wherever you're at, you're enjoying your Christmas holiday with beer and cookies. <laughs> and that was funny intentionally. So well, it was intended to be funny. <laughs> We don't know We can't hear if you're well, laughing or not Well the joke landed on my end Yeah we can't hear if you're laughing or not but I, We will say And it's whatever holiday they celebrate That is also true We don't know they celebrate Christmas But Jeez. everybody will eat a Christmas really, cookie Your Midwest is really showing it right is. now But everybody will eat a Christmas cookie Absolutely <laughs> Just because it's so be like. <laughs> also don't forget that we have a brand new website You can find at theclipout.com It would be weird if we had called it something else And uh, really not very efficient from a marketing standpoint It's true You can also find us on uh, Facebook at facebook.com Slash theclipout While you're there join the clipout group And you can stay up to date on all things clipout Slash peloton throughout the week so there You Yay. have been Shamelessly plugged And <laughs> Oh my god It's the holidays Yeah it, it is And there So <laughs> What do you have In store for people This week Well I've got a little bit Of a Roblo update a Message from John Foley uh, We have a review On Dennis's recipe uh, A visit from The Stat Fairy And Of course our fantastic interview with Lori Cheek from Shark Tank. That's the one. Awesome. Well, this should be a good one. <laughs> I agree. I mean, until now they've all sucked, but this <laughs> this is the one where we really turn it around. So <laughs> it will be a Christmas miracle or holiday miracle. <laughs> Don't yell at me. Okay. So let's dig in, shall we? Sure. It's time for news of the Pelican. So Rob Lowe called and has an update for us. I wish. I would not have been able to wait until this late in the week to talk about we that, though. Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Dropping a podcast on Wednesday. Heck yeah, we would have. Yeah. Okay, so you might remember Rob Lowe, part of the tribe. He was riding Jen Sherman's rides. We puzzled out his leaderboard name. Well, due to the fires in L.A., he was evacuated from his home. Is his bike okay? Well, it appears that he is, and it is, because there was a post on Facebook that was shared by a member of the JSS tribe, and it was from Rob Lowe. He had a thank you party for all of the firefighters uh, in his home. So he invited everybody over, and they had spaghetti and cheeseburgers to thank them for battling the massive St. Thomas fire. That's an odd combination. Spaghetti and cheeseburgers. I don't disagree. But I think what he did was awesome So we're going to focus on that It is awesome And you can't really call him out for spaghetti and cheeseburgers Ms. No matter what he would have done Somebody would have had a comment though Miss beer and cookies I can't <laughs> But I mean those are two things that you would eat So I don't think you can call him out either What's in the sauce? Is there chunks anything hey, in no the sauce? No chunks okay. It's chunk free And there's nothing on the burgers I don't like chunks of tomato and sauce <laughs> They're plain burgers That's just a poorly mashed up tomato that's not a sauce. <laughs> Don't worry. I've been lied to. Also, we're not eating it, so it's okay. That's true. I'm not a, tough enough to be a firefighter. Neither am I. So that was pretty cool. That I'm was very cool of him. The Stat Fairy has returned. So we had a listener try Dennis's recipe. We did. And how did that go? Better than the bukkake or what was the kombucha? <laughs> what was it? Kombucha. Kombucha. <laughs> 
Yes. Uh, she, Kathy Calcagni really liked Dennis's recipe that was the chicken. It was like a taco chicken. Taco seasoning and chicken. Yes. And uh, she said that her daughter, it was a hit with her daughter, who's 16, and she loved it as well. She said it was really good, super easy. She served it with a salad because she was trying to keep the carb count low. Sure. And uh, she said it has taco seasoning and it's chicken, not chicken tenders, but Tom may like it. Sometimes if we're somewhere fancy, I'll branch out and eat a non Tendered chicken <laughs> It's true it's, <laughs> it's, If I have on one of my dress hoodies <laughs> With your dress hoodie shoes Yeah we're going Going out somewhere nice for the evening <laughs> Yeah You like to branch out Put on a pair of denim slacks Instead of the jeans that right, I normally wear Right <laughs> Oh my goodness <laughs> Yes it's really like this <laughs> It is. Well, thank you, Kathy, for trying the recipe and for getting back with us. And I hope that I said your name correctly. It's good to get feedback on the food. Yeah, and food it wasn't <laughs> and it wasn't a dessert recipe. So that's a that's a bonus. Is it? I think so. I think dessert recipes are the bonus. Oh, I have a new group to shout out. Okay. A new group was formed. Uh, it is the pre-dawn 4 a.m. writers group. It is led by Michelle Labrush, and uh, had a little special request to give him a little plug. I haven't, I have not joined this group because it's four a.m. Yeah, so I don't know. Four a.m. Where I I don't know, but I have heard. I have not confirmed this. I have heard that people are able to ride together on demand again. Oh, so I I don't know that it works every time, but it seems like maybe there's some. Maybe there's some tinkering happening. That's cool. So stay tuned for that. 60% of the time it works every time. (laughs) Like Sex Panther. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so that's great that the 4 a.m. team can ride together. It's awesome. Wherever they're riding from. Yeah. If you're riding from the West Coast, you might think about it. I would I would consider that. Well, I would already be gone. That's the joke. Like if it's if it's four a.m. West Coast, then it's too late. I can't ride in the morning. Oh, I see. Because then it would be six a.m. here, and I have to. I already have to be getting ready. Okay, man. There is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses. And then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping.
If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste. Texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. <laughs> it's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Because I leave at seven. The Stat Fairy has deemed us worthy of another visit. But before we dig in, we should probably preface it with the disclaimer from Peloton. Yes. Which is, these numbers are assembled (laughs) by an outside third party and do not necessarily represent the views or statistics (laughs) of Peloton proper. And it is... It is, after all, a snapshot. You can slice and dice these numbers all kinds of ways. So we realize that if somebody were to do the exact same measurements in the exact same way, but look at them a little differently, you'd get a little different result. That's That's just how numbers work. It's the beauty of statistics. Right. Yes. Well, here's what we do know for November and looked at as a snapshot for December 15th. There were 938,000 874 rides taken in the whole month of November. That's a lot. It is. It's up 16% from October. And if you'll remember, October was up 20% from September. So, wow. Now, I thought this was interesting. 51% of the rides, 51% of the rides were 30 minutes or less, which is interesting because we've been right at right at 80%. And this time it was 50%. 51. 49%, therefore, were 45 minutes or longer. It makes you wonder if people are taking the shorter rides, building up stamina, falling in love with the bike, and then wanting a longer ride. I don't know. Also, interesting, there were 369 total classes taught. 37 of those were short classes. 63% were long. So, proportionally, there are more longer classes being given, but... There are more shorter classes being taken. Correct. Yeah, that's pretty confusing. So I don't know if anybody followed us, but yeah, <laughs> lots of long rides made. But if we were in Germany, I would make your bunk. <laughs> just nothing but movie references tonight. Okay, I don't know them, so I'll just laugh. Politely. That one was from Stripes. Oh, well, I haven't seen that in a long, long time. The earlier one was from Anchorman. Oh, I did know the Anchorman one, okay. the, the Panther thing. Sex Panther. Yeah, I knew yeah, that. Yeah, it's about Sex Panther, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. That's why I love I you. I know the important things. Yes. <laughs> 
John Foley has graced us with a message for the holidays. He has. It was nice. Uh, he sent out a little email, kind of recapping the year, uh, and and then he also put some information in there about expanding their presence. Um, so Ooh, we're getting presents? <laughs> no presents. Oh. Like their presence. Oh, I see. They are up to a total of 31 retail locations in the U.S. after they open the new one on Madison Avenue in New York next week. And then I thought this was interesting. May, they they welcomed, it says there were 650 members from 33 different states for the annual Homerider invasion. 650 people. And we were one of them. Yeah, literally one. We were literally, because if they're counting writers, then yes. yeah, we, we <laughs> were one of them. And then they've noted some other fun things that happened this year that I look like on. Like the clip out? No, that, oh. wasn't, that wasn't in there. In September and October, it says, you rode together as one Peloton and raised over $70,000 to help those affected by hurricane and wildfire destructions throughout the U.S., which was pretty cool. It was. Yeah. And in November, over 11,000 riders joined together at once to do the Turkey Burn Ride and set a Guinness World Record title for the largest live cycling class. I played a small role in that. You did. You did. You <laughs> totally slept while that tablet was blaring next to you. And uh, there are over 50,000 members now on the OPP. That's a lot. It is. What, what I really want to say is that, you know, the holidays are a time that we should be focused on the best parts of our lives. And uh, I know that we all experience a lot of stress this time of year. Some of us have loved ones that are no longer with us. Some of us have crazy ex-wives that never, ever stop being a horrible person. And you have to deal with it every day. There is that. Uh, and there's many other stressors in all of our lives. Some of us have money issues. Some of us have big houses and fancy cars and they don't have money issues but they have tons of other problems but we all have problems and so i think that we should really try hard not to judge each other and what other lifestyles are there's a lot of that going on right now it would be nice if everybody could take a moment and just appreciate what we have in common instead of tearing each other down but when i see that there's fifty thousand members it's like that's pretty cool but it's also getting really ugly yeah fifty thousand people it only if one percent of them are assholes. That's still a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was very cool this uh, John Foley email because he notes on here that there were tons of new features released this year, and I'm sure you all remember that there were encore rides, improvements to the iPhone and iPad apps, etc. The heart rate metrics, but. The cool part is, as he said, additionally, I'm thrilled to announce that we will launch several exciting new features over the coming weeks, not months, weeks. We believe we've only scratched the surface in term, uh, terms of what your Peloton experience can offer. And as we recommit ourselves to the practice of constant innovation, we'll be releasing a number of features that we think will make you even more excited to take a ride on your Peloton bike. I'm super excited to find out what those are. And uh, we'll be talking about them right here when they happen. We absolutely will. That's what we do. It is what we do. I do want to mention that that uh, the One Peloton blog, they had a really cool little feature this week. New member insider tips. All kinds of new stuff for all of our new riders that have recently just gotten a Peloton. And so it talks about where to go when you're having trouble with your metrics, how to get how to find people in the community. It goes on and on and on. And it's it's great because it's from our home riders. 
writers. It's our home writers answering the question and telling people what they do and how they do it. So very cool little feature. I'll make sure and put that link on our Facebook page. Awesome. And that will be at Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. There you go. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, on the skype phone with us today, someone, uh, this could be our first person that's ever been on national television. I think it is. Correct? Yeah. They still have that, right? National television? <laughs> <laughs> for now. For now. For the moment. And uh, so uh, joining us is Lori Cheek. Who was on Shark Tank Hi Hi So I guess as a as a TV nerd My first question is just I, I, I'm aware of Shark Tank But I haven't really I've seen it flipping through But it's not really something I've watched a ton of What's the uh, What's the kind of Winnowing down process For a show like that As compared to Like an, an American Idol Or another competition Based show I mean, I imagine it's a similar process, and it took me nearly a year from the day that I applied to actually air the television show. And, you know, the work that I went through to get on that show was, I mean, I felt like I could have had a law degree by the time (laughs) I got there. So, yeah, I mean, it was a very long process. It was stressful, um, all the paperwork I had to fill out. And I imagine it's like that on all those other shows, too. So I I have admiration for everybody that ends up on those shows. So did you have to, uh, I know, like, on Idol, they, they kind of, the contestants end up granting first right of refusal on their career, essentially, or recording deals to the makers of the show did do they structure that with like the inventions that regardless of what happens we get first dibs on it or do you get to maintain ownership no matter what yeah you get to maintain ownership but abc did have a clause years ago that they could immediately take anywhere from 2.5 to 5 percent of your business just for walking on the television show so they wow. luckily you know i knew that and i went into it anyway because i'd hit a brick wall and i didn't care i mean zero dollars right. is zero dollars and they can own zero dollars so. <laughs> yeah um, i guess i guess you got to figure if a you know multi-billion multinational company wants to step in and seize five percent of your business you're you, doing okay you probably got a tiger by the tail <laughs> yes but you know it was lucky when i showed up to start filming the thing they're like okay this is the first season that we've wiped that out so they didn't uh, take anything uh, that's awesome <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you're like suckers <laughs> so for people who haven't seen the show which is a polite way of saying me uh what was your product So I had this light bulb moment years ago about how to break the ice to people that you wanted to date in the real world. You know, I hated the idea of online dating, but I was out to dinner with with a colleague one night and a friend, and he'd spotted an attractive woman at the restaurant. When I went to the restroom, he got out a business card and wrote on the back of it, want to have dinner? And he slipped that to the woman as we were leaving the restaurant. And I don't know why that was just such a powerful moment for me because, you know, it was almost like slipping the note in second grade to the girl that you (laughs) wanted to date. And they actually went out on a date. I mean, they're not together anymore, but still, I thought it was this really slick, non-intrusive gesture. And I mean, I could have been his date for all they knew. And it was just a a subtle way of saying, I want to see you again. And it worked. So I started brainstorming about how to take the business out of the business card, how to make these non-business cards dating 
wedding related cards and not have any personal information on them. So I came up with this deck of cards called Cheeked and they had these funny pickup lines on them and you hand it to somebody in the subway or a train or at the gym and it says you've been cheeked. And on the <laughs> other side, it had all these funny pickup lines and a code and the person that got the card could type in the code and find your online dating profile on our website. So it was like a backwards process of online dating. Interesting. Yeah. So like you're, but you're still, you know, leaving your home. Yes. <laughs> Which yes, people exactly. don't do any, you know, yeah, like there's this <laughs> weird kind of like it's become this culture like Crystal and I have been together for what, five, six years? Uh-huh. And we got together through online dating. We did. And but right before Tinder took over the world. Right. And so So we've never used Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> we better not have. That's, that's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it seems like that was already an impersonal process and now right. it seems even more so. Yeah. I don't look at it and go, "Oh man, that could have been fun." I look at it and go, "Oh, thank God. <laughs> I don't have to do that." <laughs> yeah, you know, even though there was online dating, I feel like the way that all these apps have come out that do allow you to swipe through strangers in the comfort of your home has changed the whole way that we communicate. I mean, not just for dating, but it's weird if you say hello to a stranger on the street corner, much less if you talk to someone on the subway, they're going to think you're an insane person. So I just, yeah, I think yeah. it's really messed up the way that we are human these days. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's you true. Know, yeah, it, Jerry Seinfeld in his stand-up routine a million years ago had a joke about, and it's kind of like a, like a become kind of a standard comedian topic you know it so it almost sounds hacked by today's standards but at the time it was you know a kind of a profound concept and he was talking about how men use the remote control when they're watching television and he says um, men don't care about what's on tv they care about what else is on tv and (laughs) and i feel like tinder has done that with people that is such a good point yeah, I don't know. Just I don't yeah. have anywhere to go with that. That's just like it's just I just envision sitting there like you know in any other situation, the person on the other end, male or female, would be like, "Hey, that one's a winner." But it's always like, "Oh, but there's a million more." So let me see if I can do a little bit better. And it's like you don't want to settle, but you also you got to be realistic, right? I'm a short, fat guy who doesn't ride a Peloton bike, <laughs> so you're, but like, you're, you're funny. the best I know I'm going to do. About you, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're like that's I see, but you gotta be right when you look like this, and you're you know oh, you're like stop. you're like four ten, and like you got four ten, you got when heels. You got to be funny. You got to bring the funny. I think I have a picture of you right in front of me. So I, <laughs> and I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna give it away. That's actual size. <laughs> You're like fun size. Yeah, I'm fun size. At least I'm fun. Well, I know you're at least four eleven by this picture, so you're because <laughs> it's a mug shot. It's got the it's got the grid in the background. So I so since I know I jumped ahead in kind of the topic list, Crystal was making fun of me. But uh, so how's it doing? The app, you know, it was these cards, and then we took it on the Shark Tank, and I pitched to. All five of them. It was everybody except Damon John. And they all pretty much the second I started talking about the numbers, which was not interesting. And I knew it wasn't going to be interesting. I just thought they all might see the spark in me and my passion and the fact that if I had money to 
boost this business that it could actually go somewhere. But anyway, they all just started going downhill spiral so quickly and I was just getting shut down left and right. And then finally Barbara Corcoran was the last one there and I'm staring at her like, come on, Barbara, I know you invest in people. And she said, well, you're the right entrepreneur with the wrong idea. So we ended up leaving that show. My life changed the day after that show aired. I had thousands of emails from people all over the world saying, whatever you do, do not give up this idea. It's genius. You're ahead of your time. I want to invest. So my partner and I sat down knowing that there was something here and not about to give up. When I walked off the stage, I looked them both in the eye and pointed at each one of them. And I said, trust you will all see me again. And I turned around and walked out. Nice. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so the month after the show aired, we sat down with some new developers, talked about how to rebrand, rebuild, take this cloud that had been built from the Shark Tank away from the business. And we invented this Bluetooth dating app. It's still called Cheeked, but you don't have to slip anyone a card. So now you could be on a plane or a train with no Wi-Fi or cell signal, and it will immediately connect you to people that are in the room with you. So you have an opportunity to strike up a conversation before taking it into that virtual nonsense world of, you know, it's like a video game. So um, we're still doing the same thing. And we've got way more users on this app than we ever did with those cards. And we're all over the world. So I think things are going pretty, pretty amazing. So if the person doesn't already have the app, how does it how does it notify them that they've been cheeked? Well, you you would have to walk up and tell them that you like them. <laughs> no, uh -oh. you, have to, you have to have the app. So. Oh, so you do have to have the app. Yeah. The Bluetooth doesn't somehow bypass that and say, go download this thing. No, but I mean, that would that's getting into creepy mode, sort of. Yeah. No, I was no, kind of yeah. I was kind of wondering yeah. like I, that's, you know, but I guess it's like it's like any app. Like if you once you kind of get to critical mass. Then, then there's going to be enough people yeah. that, that you're going to be able to communicate, and clearly it's it's working. People are connecting. Yeah. Yeah. So I was so, on a, I was on a plane once, and I made a connection with someone, and I wrote the guy, and I said, "Where are you flying?" He said, "I think I'm on your flight." I'm like, "What row?" He was five rows in front of me, and I said, "Okay, when they turn the seatbelt sign off, I'll come say hello." I mean, he, <laughs> he was 28, so it was a little young for me, but I, I still love that story that he was right in front of me. Yeah, that's awesome. I was yeah. like, this isn't going to be a Mile High Club story, is it? <laughs> like, where is this going? Well, but good know, for I, you. I may do something like that just for the story of my yeah. app. So. <laughs> now that's a way to sell the app. Yeah. 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 And join the Mile High Club. Yeah. <laughs> so have you been cheeked? Has it ran the other way yet for you? I mean, I've made a lot of connections that way. There was one day I was walking through Soho and made another connection and the guy didn't have any pictures. So I didn't, I couldn't look around to see who it was. And I almost wanted to yell out on West Broadway, Alex! <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I'm not dating anyone from it yet, but you know, I, I need to, I need to be single and on it and active. So I'm like the face of the business, but I, I do hope I meet someone on my own app. That, that would be, be cool. That would be great. That would a great story. That would be. Yeah. Like that's a lot of work to meet somebody. <laughs> you had to build your own app, go on a TV show, find venture capitalists. Like this is like this is that's a lot of work. But yeah, when she gets there, it's clearly meant to be. Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure. You think like George Lopez felt pressure when his wife gave him a kidney? <laughs> like that's. 
That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Life goals. Yeah. <laughs> so are you just all focused on on this project, or do you have other other well, things irons so- in the fire, or should you not say because you don't want people to? Poach your concept. No, I want to say because we have recently launched a similar app to the Cheeked app, which is called Networked. It's Network with a D, and it works in an expo or a conference for business on a plane, on a train, at a coffee shop. You can find out who's hiring, who's looking for a job, if you're looking for a business partner. I mean, you never know who's sitting right next to you, and this is all about business and networking. So we've recently launched that, and so that's our, our new project. It's the spinoff of Cheeked, but... That sounds application. Yeah, that, I really like that. I know, me too. That I mean, that sounds like LinkedIn, but not useless. Yeah, because I'm so I'm so much of an <laughs> introvert. I don't I don't go up and talk to people, and um, which I know is weird because I I'm on this podcast, but, but I, I made her do it. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not face to face, so it's a little easier. But um, but uh, yeah, so that would be cool because I I have gone to conferences before, and it's really hard for me to just go up and start talking to somebody. So that would be a really cool way to kind of break the ice without. Being so overwhelmed by it That seems like and you, can, like, you can set up a meeting on the app So if you want to make it more professional You can set, suggest coffee or Meeting at a certain area of the conference So I think it's it's a really cool tool And it is meant to be sort of like LinkedIn But in the real world yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, that sounds like something that you could really make a lot of money at sell, selling to business conferences direct. Like, even, yeah, because every Those conference, conferences are huge, and they all yeah. have apps now. Like every conference I go to, like I'm in the concert promotion industry, so I'm going to like one for Polestar, another one ca- called IEBA, which is like the International Entertainment Bookers Association, and and so there's all these people. Kind of clustered for three or four days And Aiba the whole point of that Is to connect bands With people that can Hire bands you know what I mean and so That would be and and it's And there's all sorts of different it's not As simple as I have a concert venue I need a band Because it's also like I'm a college And we need artists or I'm A nightclub or I'm you know there's I'm I do private corporate gigs There's all sorts of different ways for Artists to make money as That isn't just going on tour as a what we call a hard ticket so uh, it's you know it, it that would come in very handy <laughs> i think he's interested in your app i he, don't want <laughs> holster or, or Aiba, but it seems like the sort of thing they would jump all over yeah i know? mean that makes total sense i didn't know about that industry and what goes on in those conferences but yes it sounds like a perfect match it yeah does. it would be and yeah. absolutely and they and because it's all about ticketing and how advanced and technological ticketing has become like they're early adopters for all that stuff yeah so. But well, I guess we should probably talk about the bike. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> well, I always start with how did you find Peloton? You know, I was sitting at a bar one day with a really good friend of mine, and I was talking about all these free classes I'm taking all over town. I mean, I belong to a gym, but I just love trying new and interesting workouts. And you know, in New York City, it's like everywhere you go, it's there's more gyms and new fitness things popping up than Dwayne Reed <laughs> or Starbucks. So um, <laughs> anyway, she was like, oh, well, you, you know, my friend Lucy, who now who lived in New York, she I think lives in Aspen and owns her own bike now. She used to spin at Peloton all the time. And she told my friend and my friend said, let's go one day. So we went and took one of those free 30 minute walk in classes. And I was sold from that first, you know, it was like love at first bike or what do you call it? <laughs> first spin. Yeah. yeah, first spin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're amazing instructors, and the I, I we've only had the 
opportunity to go to the studio once, but it was it was just a great experience. The lobby was delightful. <laughs> yeah, I mean that the coffee, the juice, the people, all of it. It is an amazing setup. I've never I've never been to another spin studio. I should take you to somewhere locally here in St. Louis and show you how Nice your first studio experience Was because it's not Like that here yeah, I, I can't imagine it would Be I mean I, I mean the YMCA has Spin classes I, I don't yeah that's I don't true. think The YMCA is gonna look like that No no well and I've even done soul Cycle and flywheel I mean I've tried It all and um, I don't know There was there's something about Peloton And the community and just how Happy everybody is there and it's like a Nightclub and the place is so well designed And I mean the bike alone is just out Of this world it, it is I I agree What is it like I've never been to SoulCycle or Flywheel so what is What is the comparison like just I, I know I didn't ask you that in, <laughs> in Your pre-prepared questions so <laughs> I mean, But I'm really me, curious SoulCycle is like a cult And I can't quite say that Peloton Isn't but it's different you know In SoulCycle they've got candles in there And it's it's so much more spiritual To the point that it's a little Hokey and I don't know It's like people take themselves so seriously In there Um, not that it's not a great Workout and the bikes I don't Think are as state of the art Flywheel I think is just a pretty hardcore Bike workout but there's it's just Missing this Peloton Thing like I don't know what it is the, The magic it sounds like Soul Cycle is what I refer to as touchy feely hippie bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> that exact phrase. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I. Uh, it, it's funny when you started saying that that Soul Cycle feels like a cult. I, I just wanted to finish it like, but Peloton feels like a cult I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but you don't have a bike at home, right? You just ride in studio? I have thought if I had a bike in my apartment, I wouldn't be able to walk through it. <laughs> There's no room. Yeah, because apartments in New York are really small. I mean, I, I know that. It's But the bike is small, too. So it's like, I don't know. I've seen crazy setups where people have, like, tucked it in next to their couch. And I like or they've, like, tucked it into, like, really unique creative areas. So I don't know. I it, would, certainly... it would have to be foldable for me to have one of those in here. <laughs> so uh, we're in the Midwest We're in St. Louis So uh, so we're, you know you live here for the square footage Right, right? And, right. <laughs> uh, and because uh, You're born here and they put something in the water That makes you not want to leave it's like Soylent Green Or something but, uh, So if this isn't too weird of a question To ask like how big is your Apartment I know that New York is so Like compact pressed for space Well I have a two bedroom but The kitchen is sort of touching the Living room I mean it's really cute and compact but you know i joke that i don't have room for another magazine in here like there's just not <laughs> another slot i can put anything in so it, it, you have to get really crafty and there's yeah. no way a bike could fit in here i mean I, I can't think what the square footage is right now but yeah there, sure, there's right. definitely but, but you know not, a not foldable peloton bike might be the next the next phase it could be my next invention hey there you go <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the the first time I was ever in in New York, like I was like, oh, I get why this is the place. This was the first place where people were really like, I want an iPod, or <laughs> I'm going to because it's like I, I think you know you would look at an iPod and go, oh, I don't need a wall of CDs in my apartment. I just doubled the size of my apartment. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. yeah, I absolutely flat get that. screens. I'm sure it was like, oh. I don't have a TV that takes up <laughs> half t- my living room. Yeah, like it's yeah. just like hanging on a wall. Done. I don't care what the price is. Yeah, I, re- I remember the excitement of the day I got rid of my CDs. It was like gave me a lot of space back. 
I bet you get, probably felt like you had like a huge load lifted off your shoulders. Yeah, purging <laughs> purging here is amazing. Yeah. I remember when I got rid of my seats, I had those wood racks that mm-hmm. were like they were about what four, I, three and a half, four feet wide and like five rows tall. Mm-hmm. I had six of those full. Oh my word! And and then I had other CDs that had because I was working in radio, so they were every time there was a new single, they're like, "Here's the disc." <laughs> and so I had I had CDs stacked as high as those racks, like floor to seat, floor to the top of the rack, and I had like six or seven more rows of CDs like that. Oh my word! So when when I discovered MP3s. I was just like, these are gone. Mm-hmm. Like, this is great. I went through and picked the ones that I thought might be worth money someday or anything that was autographed and like everything else. I was like, went to the, you know, I back went, then the record store, went to the record store, <laughs> I took them to the, to the record store to sell. And, the, you know, it's funny because I knew the guy from going in there all the time and he was just like, is everything okay? Is there like, <laughs> is there like an illness in the family that you need money for? Like MP3s. I'm going to sell them before everybody else jumps on board. Yeah. Which was smart. Yeah. It wasn't smart what I did with the money, though. <laughs> you probably went and bought comic books? No, worse. Worse idea. Oh, no. I, I bought an engagement ring from my first wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was not a good idea. No, that was a remarkably bad idea. It goes pretty much marrying her new coke, Howard the Duck. Like, it's... <laughs> It was a bad idea <laughs> Okay well So back to the bike <laughs> Yeah so, so do you have Like a favorite instructor When you go You know It just goes through phases But I would say <laughs> This week Allie's my favorite Yeah I just She's got such amazing energy And she's just so beautiful To look at And <laughs> I, I don't know I like her Kind of doing her rap songs And singing to All the words of the hip hop songs She's just really cool She's got like the best hair on the planet. Yeah, yeah I like. The, I've got major hair envy. <laughs> yeah, I like the new hairstyles each week too. Yes, yes. Well, so I know that y- you and Michael Cop are good friends, and I know that he has like a bike he always rides. Do you have like a favorite bike that you always ride when you're in studio? So we sort of sandwich the instructors. So he's <laughs> on bike seven on the right side of the studio, and I'm on bike six on the left side of the studio. But recently, I've never Notice something is wrong with the calibration on the bike and no one will pay attention to me there. So I kept coming in almost last on the leaderboard for like a month. <laughs> and I was like, what's wrong with me? Like, how can I be getting worse? Anyway, I moved to five and four for a little bit, but I think I'm just going to get back on six because I like it there. <laughs> well, I hear I, I've been told that they calibrate those bikes about once a month. So if you keep riding it, it should get fixed. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I was getting really upset. Like, I just... Being at the bottom when I used to be like four or five all the time, I don't know. It was painful. Yeah, it it it's a it's a big demotivator. I I don't know if I just have a hard bike or I just it, I just suck. But um, <laughs> all, I mean, I've been riding for like a year and a half now, and uh, so for me to get like three fifty uh, for a forty five minute class is amazing. That's like that's my PR, and so but everybody else is like four, five, six hundred you know points. So it's it's hard to watch that, and I know every bike is different, so I try not to get too wrapped up in that. But but it's hard to watch everybody else. Sail on by you on the leaderboard Oh yeah no trust me I'm guilty of looking At the 80 year old woman next to me that's Burning more calories than I am and I'm like What is wrong with you You want to give her a little push (laughs) You mean of encouragement right Sure yeah Yeah. That's what I meant 
Was, wasn't thinking of her brittle bones at all. <laughs> oh, that's too dark. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, uh, I still have an output of zero. Well, <laughs> but that's my choice. <laughs> Not by your choice. No, it's your choice. Or almost anyone else's choice. Yeah. <laughs> someday. Someday yeah. you're getting on that bike. So how often do you ride? You know, I could be in there five days a week, but like this afternoon, I I didn't go to my usual morning workouts because I had a podcast to do, but I, I may pop <laughs> in there this afternoon and there's 20 minute rides that I absolutely love because it's almost like they just fly by. You go out and take a 20-30 minute break and you've forgotten that you were just in there for 20 minutes and you do three of those you ride for an hour and burn 600 calories or more and I don't know I just think it's it's great you get these little breaks that's cool yeah that's a good way to do it so when you do like the 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 20 minute classes do you stick around and do another one or do you just do 20 and done she did, she? I'm sorry yeah. I was she like said she did three of them three sorry I'm like reading yeah. up ahead on the questions I was like oh. so now I'm an idiot we cut out the part where I'm an idiot yeah not now that I said that I mean that's a lot to cut out Tom yeah it is a lot I, yeah that's really kind of the guts of the show um, so now I'm scared to ask my next question in case she's already said that I feel really weird now I'll, I'll answer it again Okay. <laughs> How long of a gap between do you have to stand there and wait? She, she did, did just say Damn that. it. <laughs> sometimes it's 30 minutes. And sometimes I think it's 20 minutes. But you know, the beautiful thing is I take my laptop out there and I will work until they say you can come back into the studio. So, you know, I'm multitasking and it feels a little bit like an office in there. So, you know, it's free Wi Fi and coffee and. I would just pop open my laptop and what? a little bit of work done. But. Okay, just a logistics question. Where do you keep your laptop in between classes? That seems well, they've unsafe. Got, they've got those lockers. So Oh, so the, like you could put it in the locker room. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. got it, got it. <laughs> I was like picturing that it's just like sitting out there waiting for you. you oh, know? No, no. Like, no. <laughs> no, that was me. I was sitting out there waiting for you. But I honestly don't think anybody would touch anything like that. Like people leave their phones plugged in there all the time and... I mean, I've never really? heard of anything going missing. You're okay. You, you're in New York, not Mayberry. You know, <laughs> I that, know, right? but, but it's Peloton. About yes. it in there, <laughs> it's a safe zone. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I, don't th- I know. I know. Giuliani changed New York, but <laughs> I don't know that he changed it that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't leave my laptop sitting out. Yeah, okay. that's but a bridge too far. I think you could. <laughs> You should bring a decoy laptop When you get a new laptop Bring the old laptop And let's A-B test this thing In in my spare time Yeah Yeah, yeah. she's like I've got a few other things Yeah You sound like you have plenty of it So Were you not listening to that part either? (laughs) What's the name of the show again? Okay, so for somebody who might have just started riding the Peloton or have just started spinning in general, what kind of advice do you have for them? You know, I've actually taken a lot of people in with me. I mean, Michael and I are out selling Peloton to New York City every day. Like, we both love it. And we've taken our local bartenders from our watering hole, from our pizza place. They've both come and started 
they're addicted to it too. Um, anyway, they're always so nervous at first. And I'm like, maybe don't sit in the front row, sit in the second row. You don't have to, nobody's going to be staring at you. You're not going to be on camera and, you know, take it as easy as you want. The, even if you get in there and barely move, you still burn 200 calories. So just take it easy and don't be intimidated because it's like a party in there. It, it is. That's really good advice, Tom. You should, you should listen to Lori. She knows what she's talking about. I was reading ahead. <laughs> I think it's great that you took the guys from the pizza place in that there. That is it's, awesome. It, it's, like, it's like someone taking their drug dealer into rehab with them. It is, it's very funny because when they're sitting across the studio, you're like, where's my wine? But you're exercising with your bartender. It's, I don't know. It's wild. That's really mixing the worlds up there. Yeah. It is. It's like all they do is provide carbs. Like that's <laughs> well, at least they see that we're working it off. That's, that's true. true. <laughs> that is true. Well, you normally ask the next one, which is I know us, we got all backwards. We're all we're all confused. So you always ask, tell us something about yourself that's not related to the bike. But I feel like we've heard so much. Is there anything left? Well, I, I'm sure she has other. No, things. She just does these two things. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, I think this is sort of interesting. And I was an architect in New York for 15 years practicing design and interior design architecture. And I say I'm no longer building structures. I'm now building relationships. Wow. So that's my, so, that's my tagline. Was yeah. it just that moment that inspired you? The moment you spoke about earlier that, you know, the, the business card was passed and or was it? Was it something else that kind of made you make the leap? That, that's a big life change to go that direction. You know, I've always been coming up with ideas that I've sort of dreamt about building, but there was none that stood out the way this one did. And it was like I had fallen in love with this idea. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I told so many people about it over a year period while I'm walking in circles thinking, am I going to do this? How do I make this happen? And everybody kept saying this idea is genius. You got to make it happen so i did and um i never looked back and i've never been happier wow i'm always fascinated by people that like you were an architect like that's a major investment of time and money like you gotta you gotta go to a special school you can't just be an architect as a hobby right. you know like that's that's a that's a huge commitment to go i'm not gonna do that anymore i'm gonna go do this other thing yeah like what what went into that thought process of of, of walking away from something that you clearly must have invested a lot of your life into becoming. You know, I had done it for so long and there was still something about that corporate career that when I walked into the office at 9.15 every day and I'd get in trouble for being 15 minutes late, the next time I'd come to work, I'd come in 15 minutes late. And at 5.59, I'd have my bags ready to go. So I think there's just been something in me that didn't want to be working 40, 50 hours a week to get paid to help someone else build their dream. And I just always wanted to go build my own. And now I work all the time and I've never been happier. So I think there's just this entrepreneur that's always been inside of me and I'm, I'm now building my own dream. It's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I have an architecture question, like a real one. <laughs> I believe you. Okay. <laughs> so you always think of, of, of an architect designs a, a building or a house, but a structure of some sort, but are there like sub architects that work under that architect for or or is each architect designing one building from the ground up and that that's their sole thing like how what how does that 
work. Yeah, I mean, so somebody's got to have the the sign off, and that's you have to be a registered architect to do that. But then there's all these designers under that person. So I would say those sub architects that you mentioned are also on this project, um, and there's tons of them within a huge project. But, you know, like even as an architect, when I came to New York, I started working in a furniture company because they paid more than architecture did. Then I ended up doing um, design for Christian Dior stores all over America for four years, which was a, a pretty amazing job. But right. I still did that 9.15, 5.59 start leave time. And I'm not proud of it, but <laughs> I'll, I'm never going back. So there's never going to be a boss that's going to hear this and see, say I'm not going <laughs> to Well, there's nothing to be ashamed of about having gainful employment in the career of your choice. Like, yeah. it's, you know, like there's but but I also get that, like, it, it still turned into punching a clock and that can be maddening. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I wouldn't be able to well. go to Peloton in the middle of the day. I'd right. spend the whole day in my gym clothes and nobody nobody's saying anything about what I'm wearing. Yeah. I have major envy over that. You can yeah. just you have such flexibility. <laughs> Crystal always gets frustrated with me because so, she's a project manager. So she's got a grown up job. <laughs> so she has all these clothes and she goes to the dry cleaner. Mm-hmm. And, and, oh, yeah. and, and every morning I open up and I'm like. Hmm, which hoodie do I want to wear today? <laughs> okay. And, and then like, he matches his shoes to his hoodie. Well, like, oh, cr- that looks a, so comfortable. Not a cretin. <laughs> of course I match my shoes to my hoodie. <laughs> But she gets very She gets very jealous I'm day. so jealous or She'll be so excited For it to be jeans day And I'm like Every day is jeans day uh-huh. you Look rock bands I'm with you <laughs> And just to add insult to energy it, it Energy Energy I, that's, that's a, I don't know if that's a good statement Or a bad statement Just to add insult to injury There we go I uh I, it's a government job I have a government job And I do that I Yeah I get to wear hoodies and Yeah you You really game the system I did I did game the system <laughs> Yeah Congrats he's probably on one that. of, That's amazing Yeah Like one of the very few people Who actually He's excited to get up every day He doesn't like to Punch at the clock either But he he doesn't have don't to don't have to So he I mean because he work, He loves what he does In the same way you do So he can He can work all day And then he'll come home And still be working But like not in a stressful way It's like oh I need to do This one little thing right. And I need to make sure This is done And you know you know, so I, I'm very, very jealous of that from both of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what is your leaderboard name, or have you said that too? <laughs> no, I haven't said that, and it's oh, not super God. creative because everything I do, I call it Cheeked, which is my business name, which is like my child. That's branding. That's how that yeah, works. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just so glad you have a leaderboard name because no you kidding. Know, <laughs> it it was like oh, it's driving me crazy that Michael doesn't have one. Well, how do you not I have a leaderboard every weekend? So we got, we had this local watering hole where we drafted one of the bartenders to come to Peloton. But after I've had two, three drinks, I'm yelling at him about not being on Facebook, like not having a leaderboard name. Like, why don't you just sign into one thing so these people can find you <laughs> anyway i know and he's all like i don't like to the competition and then we're like that's some soul cycle bullshit why don't you yeah. light a candle hippie <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes i have to text him the next day and i'm like i'm sorry if i was too harsh about all that but please <laughs> sign up <laughs> I think it's great You've got the pizza guys At the That's a studio You've got your bartender Really you could turn that Into a party Every time you go to the studio 
no kidding it's a blast and i love taking the picture of me and the bartender and saying it to the rest of the people that come to the bar with us like they're all confused what is that person doing in there they exist outside of yeah. the bar what? right exactly so is there anything else that you would like for home writers to know about you this is crazy but i hate spinning <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I sort of do. And I always did. You know, I did every other exercise that there was. And I was engaged to a spin instructor for a while. I'm a huge cyclist. And I just despised it. I'd go in there and I wanted to shoot myself. But, you know, for me, I love Peloton. And I can't explain why I've had this love for this sort of spinning, but I think it's these short classes. You know, when people say they go in for a 90 minute class, it, it, that just makes me mad just thinking about it. But <laughs> <laughs> no, there's the, the 20 and 30 minute classes. I mean, I could sit there and do four of those a day and I'm fine. And I, I don't know. It's just the quickest sweat that you can, for me, it's the quickest way to burn calories. And it's just a really great feeling when it's over. So, um, and you so can do that four times a day when it's over, you know? Well, I, I have a question for you then, because um, now, so you you're on Facebook. Clearly, you have you're you are very into social media, unlike Michael. So um, are you on the OPP? Like, do you pay attention to the Peloton page and all that? You know, I hadn't followed it so much until I learned about Michael's fame. <laughs> and now I'm reading it every day Like I get ready to go to sleep And I can't sleep I start reading the official page And I think it's fun And I'm really amazed At how this community is so tight And everybody's so supportive of each other And the questions And everybody's feedback So yeah, I mean I'm in it officially now Okay, well, so so have you seen all the comments about longer classes? Because when because Peloton used to only be forty five minute classes, not only, but that was the majority of their classes. And then um, over the past few months, they have started length. They have started changing the format, so it's it's more of the short classes and less of the longer classes. And there are some people, especially those who have done like heart rate training, where you know you do a lot of endurance rides to to build up your stamina over time. That they are really upset that they were used to their 45 minute class and now it's these 20 minute classes so I think it's great to hear from the other side that like you love these 20 minute classes have you what about like the 45 minute class or a longer class just like drives you crazy so there's also something about putting me in a place for 45 minutes where I can't do something else and I don't know I don't call that ADD so much but like I am running a business and I feel like I'm missing stuff even in a 30 minute class I know that my emails are just loading up and I'm going to miss some opportunity or I don't know it's there's something about that being able to get out and then go back in so okay uh, maybe it's so, not as much about the the actual endurance and the ride than it is of things that I feel like I need to be doing like you're unplugged for too long. Yeah. Because you have to be managing so many other things at the same time that it, it kind of takes you away from that. So so doing the so doing the shorter classes allows you to not just have like a mental break, but also stay on top of your business, which is your yeah. first priority. Yes. And you know what else? Like before Peloton, like I'd go to the gym and I often would find myself back at home working. And, you know, the life of an entrepreneur without an office can get pretty lonely. So there's yeah. also something really amazing about going into that studio. And now, you know, we know pretty much the regular riders that are every day. So it's it's sort of like a, a social scene there as well. Absolutely. Have you have you gotten to know any of the home writers? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Michael's famous, so 
<laughs> I meet them through him. Uh, we we hear he gets strange re- like stranger requests for hugs. Like people will just come up and be like, "Can I hug you? Can I take a picture with you?" Well, he's that type of guy. So he's um he's very huggable and lovable. Um but uh yeah, I I've I've met them all because every time I turn around, he's talking to somebody new and they're taking him out into the lobby to take the picture with him. <laughs> And you're and you like, all, you know, you I know, was on TV, right? <laughs> well, the past few times when I haven't been like heading my laptop, I've walked over and I've told the people, I'm the one that brought him into the studio and I'm here as much as he is. And I've been here longer. Why aren't you taking your picture with me? <laughs> you sat but, on the like, wrong bike. Well, you know, he's in there smiling and laughing and dancing on the bike. Like when I'm in there, I'm like in meditation mode and I'm, you know, it's intense workout so it i is. don't know what he's smiling about in there <laughs> <laughs> no i'm kidding like he's always laughing at the instructors and making friends with the people next to him so he really enjoys that that's awesome well do you, you guys know about the home rider invasion right i mean i think that's happened before I've it seen- has yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, it's coming up again in may and so i just say that because uh tom and i will actually be be there again and we're really excited about that so hopefully we'll get to meet you guys in person hopefully well, we you'll be come and see you no matter what when you're there <laughs> that would be awesome we'll probably i will probably do a 45 minute ride not a 20 minute ride <laughs> well as you should if you're not in there a lot i, I would too and I'll be in the lobby on that couch. Well, we'll see about that. We'll see, Tom. You keep saying that. But I, yeah. Are, is the couch going somewhere? Well, are they I getting mean, rid of the couches? Gonna, I'm going to have a lot of support and encouraging you to get on the bike. So I have, I have to bring in my own soda. They, there's like nothing that they sell there that I would consume <laughs> as food. I have to go to that little that little thing next door. There's like a little deli, and I'm like, oh, there's the Pepsi. <laughs> I, I think that's all we had for the questions. Yeah, I guess I, I, just all the myriad ways of where people can find you if you want to go rattle off all your social media channels. Normally, I ask if people want to do that. I feel pretty confident you want to do that. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> cheeked on everything. That's C H E E K D. And personally, I'm Lori Cheek, L O R I C H E E K N Y C on Twitter. I'm Lori Cheek on Facebook. And cheeked on instagram i think that's all the good stuff and awesome. don't, don't yeah. come near me on snapchat yeah. <laughs> is that the yellow one that's the yellow that's one, the yellow one. Yeah. yeah it's how you know you're old which is when you, when you find yourself saying things like is that keek are you on keek <laughs> <laughs> well thank you very much for uh taking the time out of your obviously busy schedule uh for me to repeat questions at you <laughs> Well, I enjoyed virtually meeting you both, and I look forward to meeting you in May. We actually spent a week in New York last year at Thanksgiving, so we went up there and we did all the stuff that people that live in New York are probably sick of. Yeah. So, but like, we went to the Empire State Building, Thirty Rock. We did the Macy's Day Parade. Like, we like did all of it. We did all of it in seven days, and it was amazing. It was. We were tired, but it was worth it. It was so fun. And we brought our kids. Oh, yeah. It's a fabulous time to be here over Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. I still want to go back. I saw the the tree going up in Rockefeller this week, and I was like, I want to go back. I know. We're starting to get all the memory photos, and we're just like, oh, we're not there now. Well, you'll be here before you know it. Yes. That's true. true. Can they leave the tree up until May? I'll I'll see what I can do. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I know. We leave our tree up until May. That's just out of laziness, though. (laughs) 
<laughs> cool. Well, thank you once again for uh, for taking the time out. We really appreciate it. Okay, I had fun. I'll speak to you guys soon. Awesome. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, thanks. Bye. Here's today's recipe for success. What, pray tell, would Lori Cheek like us to eat? Yeah, that's a great question. It is cauliflower pizza crust. She wants us to eat cauliflower pizza crust. Well... As my mother used to say, shit in one hand and wish in the other and see which fills up first. <laughs> I, I'm i not eating anything that's got cauliflower in it. Well, I would. I think this looks great. It's really easy, too. You've got the cauliflower, shredded mozzarella, grated Parmesan, some oregano, kosher salt, garlic powder, and two eggs. That's all there is to it. That's pretty simple. Yeah. Not going to tell you guys how to do it. I'm just going to put the directions <laughs> up here on the website. It'll be available at... Theclipout.com The beer and cookies Are really piling up On you aren't they <sighs> I wish <laughs> Need that beer More than ever But it's, it's got Several steps That's why I didn't Want to Yeah totally You don't want to Bore people with Just a step by step Here's yeah. how to cook So if you want to Find it You can do it At facebook.com Slash theclipout Or theclipout.com Exactly <laughs> Who will we be Speaking with Next week It's the holidays But we're still doing it We are Yeah um, So it will be Mike Kyle And what is Mike's claim to fame? He is not an OG writer But a very early writer Gotcha And uh, he's always posting Really interesting things Um, He (laughs) I find it fascinating Claim to my fame Is the dude has like 15,000 Twitter followers Which I find fascinating That's a lot (laughs) So We'll ask about that We'll get to hear some other things He has a lot to talk about Awesome Well we have that to look forward to We do I guess that's it for this episode And uh, if you would like to find us Before the next one Where can they find you? They can find me at facebook.com Slash crystal D. O'Keefe Or you can find me on Twitter At Clipout Crystal Or you can find me on the bike At Clipout Crystal And you can find me on Twitter At Roger Kubert Or on Facebook At facebook.com Slash Tom O'Keefe And if you want to find the podcast You can do that Facebook.com Slash the Clipout While you're there Join our group Find us on iTunes Rate, review, subscribe Tell a friend You're already telling them About the bike So you can tell them About this too (laughs) We know you're not shy So that's it for this episode Thanks for tuning in And until next time Keep pedaling Set yourself free Come on and take a ride with me Know what you need to know